My name's Marta, if you don't know me. I see a couple of you guys that I don't know, but most of you guys know me. I am a pastor here at Lakeland, and I have the privilege of speaking to us today about serving and about also about rest. So it was timely that we're talking about Garrett going on sabbatical because he obviously works very hard, and so do you. Um, but we all minister, not just the pastors and staff, but you as well. We all minister out of who we are, not what we do. Um, And that's never more evident than when a crisis happens in your life. Um, Your character tends to kind of come into clarity. So if you don't know me, most of you guys know I lost my husband in March after a very long battle with cancer. And two weeks ago, his father died. So yesterday I got to officiate his funeral. And um, there were very different situations, very, very different between a 93-year-old and a 58-year-old. And um, it's been hard. So this year's been a hard, hard year for the Gillens. And people often ask me, because they're compelled to, how are you? How are you doing? And I appreciate that and I love that. But I'm always going to answer, I'm busy. I'm super busy. I'm back to work. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And, um, and it's true. I am really, really busy. And so are you. And we're busy this morning. Who's not busy? If you're not busy, let me put you, let me put you to work now. <laughs> we're all busy, right? There are people making money, banking on the fact that you want to be busy. Um, I just saw a book called uh, The, what's it called? The Goal of the Unhurried Lifestyle or something like that. It was written by a pastor, and it was about being, having an unhurried lifestyle. I'm like, how does this guy get church done? <laughs> I don't want to read this book. But guess what? I don't have time. I don't have time to read that book. <laughs> everything is hard. Everything is busy. And I know you guys feel the same. So I'm going to cut to the quick today. I'm going to ask you to serve today. We, Garrett asked you before Lakeland Camp to get in a small group, and today I'm going to ask you to serve somewhere around here at Lakeland. We're having a big serving fair to get you guys involved. And normally, this is the time in the sermon where the pastor brings out two cute little kids and the children's ministry director and says, listen, little Susie and little Johnny, look how cute they are, and don't you have a spiritual gift, and wouldn't you want to serve in children's ministry? And mentor them and change their lives because just an hour a month can actually do something to change a child's life. And you know what? I believe that. If I had a really cute kid here on stage, I would say, you can change your life by being in one hour, just serving. I would do that. But I'm not stupid and neither are you guys. And you guys are sitting there going, well, she just said, don't be busy. And now she wants me to add another thing to, what is she saying? She said, we need to be restful and take a break. And then she said, get more busy. But I'm not. I am going to tell you guys, keeping a church together is no joke. It is a lot of moving parts. You guys saw it. Two years on Hogwarts camp on Lakeland camp and I thought we were going to get like a preview of the next two years because I know Garrett's already got an idea in his mind it's already working on it okay so there are things that the kingdom requires to do not just be if we are going to have a church and the secular world gets that pretty quickly the church world also gets it but the, the church world is dealing with souls We're dealing with eternity. 
The stakes are much, much higher here at church. Um, there are things that, that the secular world, they can keep you busy, but they can't, um, they can't sell eternity. No one can sell it. So, not to make it even heavier, right? That's heavy to think, oh, we're in charge of eternity. God left us in charge. Um, because I think that sounds hard too. <laughs> I'm not really selling this really well, but what I want you to say, what I want you to know is that the temptation is to go, this is really, really important. I, it's so important, I don't, I don't think I can do it. I don't know if I, I, I just don't have it in me. So it's not about time. It's not about the 24 hours in a day. We all have 24 hours in our day. But it's about when we approach something, how do we feel about it? Do we think, this is just so hard. I can't do another thing. My life is already hard. And on top of it all, I might really mess up eternity. Don't, don't hear that, okay? Um, life is hard, and you can't mess up eternity because it's about God, and God is doing the work. So what is the alternative? Do we add another thing, or do we rest? Do we uh, serve at church and do a small group and come here on Sunday, or do we just Netflix and chill or whatever that means? Um, just go ahead. I know I'm not up on all the latest sayings, so if there's something else that means, I don't know what it is. So um, <laughs> we're just going to just not do anything, right? There's, sorry, I just went off with that one. So what is the choice? I think um, the difficulty is, I mean, think about COVID when we all shut down. We all went out of our collective minds. Six weeks, we were told, could not do anything, right? Some of us went, yeah, that was fun. I can just sit here around forever. But by the end of six weeks, we were like, I got to get out of this house. And some of us said, um, this is driving me mad. And, and we've got to do something, and we've got to do it now. So I think that you're seeing the problem here. But if we want a spiritual life, we'll have to get our heads wrapped around it. Because spiritual giants are not made overnight. They're not made in six weeks. They're not made in one year. They're made over a lifetime. And they're made at one step at a time. And I think you all came this morning because you wanted to be a spiritual giant. Or you want your life to be marked by being a Christian and being a Christ follower. So here's what I want you to say real quick. I want you to say this with me. I am a spiritual giant. Ready? I am a spiritual giant. How was that for you? Was it comfortable? Some of us? If you're a spiritual giant and that was really comfortable for you, I, I do want to talk to you afterwards. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think for the majority of, it's, a majority of us, it's really, really difficult to sit there and say, we are spiritual giants, or I'm a spiritual giant, because there's something that holds us back from saying that. There's something that we lack confidence in. And I, and I think it bears repeating that um, we, we don't know if it's really God doing our work or if it's us. We're not entirely confident. I can, I can attest that for myself. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Garrett talked about 
kenosis, and I think it, it's important to think about this again. If you, miss, if you miss this spiritual topic, I want you to know what kenosis means. I think we'll have it on the um, screen, or at least the verse. Kenosis means to empty yourself, to empty yourself of all the things that you think you have a right to. I'm guessing if you're a spiritual giant, you're able to do that pretty easily, right? Matthew 10, verse 39. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. Easy, right? No, this sounds really, really hard. Kenosis, emptying yourself out for the sake of another, super difficult. But stick with me. Stick with me here. What if it were easy? What if kenosis or emptying yourself out for the sake of someone else was just totally easy? Easy like Sunday morning. Y'all remember that song? Because it's easy. Okay, easy like? Sunday morning's supposed to be easy. I always listen to that song and I'm like, who is singing that song? Because my Sunday morning is busy, busy, busy and hard. But it's supposed to be easy, okay? So how is kenosis easy? Okay, how is it easy? And here is the gospel. Staying close to Jesus is easy. It is the easy part. Serving at church, serving others, serving all the world, even self-care, all has to do with the state of your heart. And if you're close to Jesus, all those things become at least a little easier. Okay, the only thing that rest will do, this is why they say, may he or she rest in peace, is, is put us in the grave, guys. We will need to be at work as long as our days are alive. And the only thing we have control over is how we view those things, how we view whether it's easy or difficult. And in order to connect with God and connect with others, we'll have to serve each other. And sometimes the serving comes first and sometimes the easy comes and sometimes it takes a while and some patience. So in Matthew 11, let me show you how it is to stay connected to God. Matthew 11 says, Jesus says this to us, Come to me, all of you who are weary, and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I'm humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. So at the beginning of the sermon, I said, you guys are going to be asked to do something. You're going to be asked to sign up for a small group in service um, in some way. And I bet you said, I don't have time for this, or how do I get out of this? Even Garrett a couple of weeks said, even your small group leaders don't want to come to small group, you guys. Because we view it as hard. We view the sign up as difficult. And we think, let me wait. Let me think about this. Because I don't know if I can do it. But Jesus says, his yoke is easy 
and his burden is light. So when I first heard this, uh, did anyone ever think this was yolk, like an egg yolk? My yolk is easy. I did, guys, back when I first became a Christian. So I asked uh, Luke to get a picture of a yolk, a real yolk. Do you guys know what a real yolk is? Uh, okay, so good. You guys are smart. You are spiritual giants. Okay, so the, you, the yolk is the thing that you put on an oxen. Do you see it right there? And it does the work. It does the work for you. So if you didn't know this, Jesus, I hate to say this, but he's the oxen, and you're on the other side. His yoke is easy. He is doing all the heavy lifting when it comes to your spiritual life. You are the one that is just following along step by step. But you have to keep in step or else it does, you know, try to be yoked with someone who's out of step with you. It's not as easy. But if you're in step, that's all you have to do. And then the work just happens. I'm going to read a um, quote from this book called A Long Obedience in the Same Direction. I love the title of the book. That's why I got it. Um, Eugene Peterson talks about service, and you don't have this on your screen, but he talks about service, and he talks about Paul speaking to it in Romans. He says, here's what I want you to do. God is helping you. This is, this is, Eugene Peterson wrote the message, if you guys aren't familiar with him. So he takes the Bible and he says it in our words. Here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, your ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, your going to work, your walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. We can do that, Yeah. Just take our everyday life, our walking around life. That's a a translation of Romans 12. And then at the end of the chapter on serving, he says, I have never yet heard a servant Christian complain of the oppressiveness of his servitude. I have never yet heard a servant Christian rail against the restrictions of her service. The servant Christian is the freest person on earth. So how's it going with you in your serving area? Are you feeling like the freest person on earth? Is it easy like Sunday morning for you? If it is, stay where you are. Have a great time. But if it's not, everyone knows it. (laughs) Everyone knows when you are serving and it's a big, giant drag to you. And everyone knows um, that you and your martyrdom... Um, isn't making it easy. And it's not really making it easy on you or the person you're serving. But you're serving God. We are serving God here. We're not serving each other, although that is a byproduct. We are serving God. So I'm going to um, read this verse for for us. It's in 1 John 4. I forgot to put it down, but it's in 1 John 4. It's a little bit long. So we've known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And those who abide in love abide in God. And God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this. That we may have boldness on the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment. 
And whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because he first loved us. It's so easy to do stuff for those that we love. Guys, remember? You can, like I look at some moms out there, they're doing all the real hard work, or even dads doing all this hard work. I know that sounds shocking. I didn't mean to sound shocking. <laughs> moms and dads doing a ton of hard work for their kiddos. Why? Because they love them, right? It doesn't seem hard. It doesn't. No one is asking you to set yourself on fire to keep everyone else warm. No one's asking you to sacrifice a ton. We are simply asking you to become spiritual giants. And spiritual giants is just a step at a time. It, it is not, um, it's not going to happen overnight. So I also asked um, Luke to get this picture of a place called Lindisfarne. And Chris Lee and um, Alicia went on, when they went on their sabbatical 14 years ago, right? They actually visited this holy island. High, holy island. It's off the coast of Northumbria. Are the pictures up there? Is that you, Chris? No. It's just someone else that went ahead of you. There's your spiritual director. Okay, so it's a pilgrimage. And some people take a very long pilgrimage before they get to this. And some people get to this point and then they walk across to the Holy Island. It's off the coast. You see those stakes on there? Those are stakes that um, you are to stay close to. <laughs> because if you don't, uh, well, the tide goes down and then the tide goes up uh, probably overnight, right? So it reaches the top of that stake. Yeah, the tide. So um, you have a while to get across to the island. It's a little short of three miles is what I'm told. I haven't been there, but I'm told there that there's there. And then Holy Island is a monastery where monks once were hundreds of years ago. And you, I'll let you read that story because it's really interesting, but you can Google it for those of you guys who want the real story and the real historical facts on it because I don't have time for that. But... You guys, uh, the monks were uh, invaded by Vikings, okay? But it, they made it very difficult to get to the island in, in a certain place and time to protect themselves, but very easy at other times. And when the tide is low, there's a pathway there that's a pretty easy walk. If you veer from the pathway, I'm told that you can, it, there's like a quicksand type of material, a mud that it's very easy to get stuck to. And I'm also told, Kristen, tell me this, but someone else did, that there are old landmines from World War II that are off the coast. So you don't want to veer too far from there, and you want to get over to the Holy Island before the tide gets up. And it seems, to me, that seems hard. Does that seem hard to you? Some of you guys are like, yeah, I'll do that. So this is, this is the, the idea behind a holy spiritual life, friends. You do one step, one stake, at a time, and you stay close to Jesus along the way. And before long, you turn around, and there's kenosis. There is the pouring out of your life. It happens along the way. It may seem hard to commit to a very small thing today, and it may be very hard. I don't want to diminish that for you. But when you look at your life as a whole, and you look at the trip and the pilgrimage of your journey of your life as a whole, the hour that you're going to commit to your small group or to your serving is very, very, very little. It's very easy 
So yesterday, I told you I officiated the funeral of my father-in-law, and he was 93, and he lived a life of service, and that was the theme of the funeral. He was a Habitat for Humanity guy, and he was a conservationist at heart. It was beautiful, beautiful service to honor his life. Of course, it's a privilege to live to be 93, right? And um, I did not know this story until yesterday that my brother-in-law told, but... Um, he had dementia, and at the end of his life, you guys know someone who has dementia, so you know how hard this is. Um, but the, at the end of his life, which was recently, it became more and more difficult for him to recognize people, even those he loved. And when my husband Steve was in the hospital in November, they told us that he only had a couple days to live, so somehow they, the brothers wanted to get my, his parents there even though they did not know whether he would recognize my husband or not. And it was an ordeal. During COVID, it was a big ordeal, okay? You could only have one person in the ICU, and, and there, were, there were five of them in that family. So our family had to leave, um, and he couldn't walk. He was elderly. It was, it was getting him from St. Louis into that room to see Steve before he died was a big deal, especially because they did not know whether he would make it, and it was especially if they didn't know whether he was even going to know what was going on, because he, he really had a difficult time. But I was told yesterday that when he went into the room, because I wasn't in there, that he looked at Steve, and he, they still don't know whether he recognized him or not, and all he said to him was, oh, I wish I could take your spot. Kenosis. I wish I could do that for you. Friends, that didn't happen because of anything but a life submitted to God and a whole life of um, serving others to where he got to the point where like, I can do this. And now they're together and there's a comfort in that. Small decisions, easy easy like Sunday morning. 